Welcome to the Top 5 Go Podcast. I am your host, Kevin, and I am here joined once again by my co-host, Aaron and Shantae. Hello. This must be a, a, a strange day for you. Are, oh, no, she's you, still the villain. She, is she? She's okay, still the villain. I was sure. getting to it. Okay, okay. The villain Shantae sure. is there we here. Go. Full okay. effect. Today, <laughs> she's been really feisty. Today. She's been very feisty, but we we what? also found out that she... um. She she's not off on vacation like a handful That's of right. us this might be. Episodes being recorded during the Christmas holiday season, and Aaron, who's a teacher, mm-hmm. yeah, gets the time off. Yeah, Shantae, who's no longer a teacher, is now an administrator. Yeah, she's does the, not she's the boss get the lady. time off. She's the boss lady. Did so. you, Aaron? Are you ever going to go to administration? Heck no, man. <laughs> Heck no. I mean, listen, I, I, I wouldn't mind chasing a paycheck like that at some point. But, right. You know, you know, to be honest, with the amount it's of not work. that much. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you really think about the extra time and hours, yeah. you're like, did I get a raise or did I get a pay cut? Did you yeah. know that you were not going to get the hol- this holiday? Like, did you, like when you first like were when starting I to go into it? first did, I knew that we didn't get as many days off. Oh, you didn't then, realize it was none? Then realized it was like, oh, wow, there are like no days <laughs> off. Like, I get Christmas Eve and I of get course. Christmas day and i get new year's day <laughs> and if i'm feeling like froggy i can end early on new year's eve oh oh yeah. real special i don't get spring break nope um, i get federal holidays okay yeah. but the summer though is also not really yeah i get like july <laughs> like three weeks of july not even the whole month of july so for anyone that's listening it's always great when uh when we were starting to record the podcast over the summer when Aaron would come in like wearing sunglasses and like swim trunks in a towel because he just like came from the pool. Yeah, pretty much. And Shete would be coming with like books and work stuff because <laughs> though they're both in education, Aaron was off. Yes. <laughs> yes, I was. Yeah. I will say this. Like even though I don't have the days off, not having students or staff really to bother me, it, it does feel like a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> this is your this is your first full year or did you start like somewhat? I in- started in like September last year. So okay, pretty okay. much so it was the beginning pr- of the year. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say because this would be what a weird year to yeah, start being an I, admin this year. I was lucky been. enough to start when things were relatively normal and then shit hit the fan and, right. and now here we are. Yeah. Um, so I guess I got a little taste of it, but either way. Well, for future people listening, COVID is still a thing right now. Yeah. yeah. There is a vaccine that Maybe. they're starting to roll out. Kind of. But beyond the COVID stuff, we have, we're doing a special episode today. We're doing top five sidekicks. Mm-hmm. There was no good trend. There was no smooth transition there from our no, conversation. Not at all. Not at all. I just we, decided to go. We went all the us. way left. We did. Well, I just wanted to talk about it because well, I was going to say you could have said you know you can make a nice transition now and talk about how we do have a sidekick as a guest. You know, our producer's <laughs> sidekick. <laughs> um, I think he's he's the sidekick. Oh, to her. You, you're probably more right. Yeah. So we have here once again one of our favorite guests. Yeah, she's awesome. Mariah. Hey. What up, Mariah? Woo. Happy to be here. Thank you, guys. Yeah, so happy to have you back. So you have done top five cereals. You've done top five baked goods. Those were very well-received episodes. Yes. Aaron doesn't love when you're on this podcast, so we had to bring you back. My, my goal is literally to score one point. That's that's my <laughs> goal for the day. So well, hopefully, fingers crossed. Well, don't pick bad choices. <laughs> listen, Rice Krispies listen. are not baked goods. Well, no, listen. I, I know they're not baked now, but the website fooled me. <laughs> and, you know, I have seen them at bake sales. So, I mean... <laughs> 
Listen, I'm not much of a chef or a cook or a baker, so, you know, <laughs> well, it is we, what it is. Well, you found that out over the time. Yeah, and, yeah we have. Which is why we had to, we, you specifically said as we were preparing that if Mariah was coming back, we could not do a food one. Yes, I absolutely said that. In our, in our group chat, when we were discussing, I said, no, can't be food because I will make a fool of myself, obviously. <laughs> so, Mariah, thank you for joining us once again. Happy to have you. Do you, uh, do you have your top five sidekicks ready to go? I do. I am ready to go. Perfect. And I can guarantee you they're probably better than Aaron's. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Shots fired already. Shots fired. I love it. I'm ready to do this. So as you know here at the Top 5 Go Podcast, what we do is we go over your criteria and then we talk about our top five list of whatever the topic is today's sidekicks. So starting with Mariah. Mariah, what is your criteria for this week? So my criteria for a sidekick um, is they have to be intuitive, encouraging, protective, witty, and just all around someone that you would want to be your sidekick, um, someone that you would want to be there and someone you would want to have your back. Okay. Okay. Oh, That's nice, a good nice. reason for a sidekick. So Mariah, what do you have at number five? Uh, so number five is actually a little weird. I have Wilson. Um, particularly because from Castaway, from Castaway, yeah. or from Castaway. Home Improvement, from Castaway. Oh, okay. Um, well, Wilson's not really a sidekick in Home Improvement. I don't. I Al. mean, you, Al probably would be, but like I went Home Improvement first, but then I thought, yeah, the Castaway. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I have him because uh, one, he's great. You know, he's a great friend. He's there, and you know, even though he's artificial, um, I also had my own Wilson. So wait, you had a volleyball. No, I had a water jug. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I prior to coming to law school, I actually used to carry around a water jug because I would, and I still do drink a gallon of water a day. But I used to get teased so bad uh, by my peers in law school for carrying Aww. it around. Aww. And his name was Wilson. Did you have the handprint on him too? I or did. Was I had the handprint, nice. the name, and my brother just was like, every time he sees me now without it, he's like, "Where's Wilson?" <laughs> <laughs> so my sidekick is Wilson. Um, just had to put him on there. Right. Yeah, right. solid. Okay. So. I've only seen like bits and pieces of Castaway, mm-hmm. but from what I understand, I, I felt like it was very, from what I was watching it, it reminded me a lot of when I watched the show Last Man on Earth mm-hmm. and how he like talked to the cans and the balls in the, the store. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was probably very similar. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, it's, it is like it that. It is very much, yeah. but it's also interesting how even though, you know, it was an inanimate object, never said a word, thankfully, because that means he would have been all the way crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you felt like Wilson had a personality. Like yeah. you felt like Wilson was a separate entity unto himself. So, well, and then just his emotional connection to it at the end, like you actually feel this, and a volleyball makes me feel this sad emotion. Yes. And you know when things are going down. Yeah, and when you talk about dependability, like Wilson kept him from going all the way insane. Like, well, without that volleyball, mm-hmm. he probably wouldn't have made it off that island. You know, he he would have been wasting away there, raving. You know, madly. So I think Wilson put in some work as a sidekick. Yeah, I mean, mine was the same. I he wasn't a volleyball, granted, but he did have <laughs> his own seat at you know in the Indian legal program room. He was everybody was very much. Where's Wilson today? Are you forgot Wilson? Or you know, he kept me hydrated, especially in Phoenix because it's so goddamn hot. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> so he was my sidekick. Yeah. Do you still carry Wilson around? No, because. <gasps> The blah books are too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Well, that that makes sense. I 
I also love Wilson because um, there's this winery in Temecula called Wilson Creek. Um, and if you go there to visit and, and taste wine, they have a Wilson sitting up on the shelf. Oh, that's and they're awesome. like, of course we have that Wilson. We're Wilson Creek. So he really does transcend a lot of things. All right. Wilson, number five. Well, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good out of the box. I like that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Very strong. Villain, what is your criteria for the week? <sighs> Anyways, my criteria, I kind of went for a sidekick that is iconic kind of on their own. Like, obviously, they're iconic for being associated with someone else. But if you mention their name, people understand what you're talking about. You know, that you don't have to reference their, you know, main person for you to know who the sidekick is. So for my number five, I picked Dr. Watson, the sidekick for Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. Oh, another Watson. Mm-hmm. That was Wilson. Wasn't Not it? Wilson. Wilson, then Watson. Watson. Another Watson. W. Another W. Um, the reason why I picked Watson, uh, besides the fact that, I mean, obviously, you're with one of the greatest detectives that ever existed, but he still held his own in terms of intelligence. He also wrote down the story. So he was like the recorder, the narrator for them. And without Watson, we wouldn't even know about Sherlock Holmes. And so I really do feel like he kind of pulled his weight in that aspect. And he also was one of the things that kind of helped to humanize Sherlock Holmes because, you know, he would get very over-analytical and kind of focused, and then Watson was the one that kind of pulled him back to humanity and reality. So for that reason, I have Watson at number five. Indubitably. But in Dutch. So the, sh- the show, uh, the show was called Watson too, right? Mm-hmm. On CBS that had Lucy Lucy, Lucy Lou. Did you ever watch that? I did not. I think. Oh, was- wait, wait. Wasn't that called Elementary? Oh, it was called Elementary, yeah. Yeah. So there was another show elementary. called Watson. There was some other show, but it wasn't that one. Well, that one was Elementary. Yeah. Elementary. That's uh, Sherlock Holmes, man. Yeah, Elementary, my dear Watson. You see that? There he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think she was Watson. In, in yeah, that. she was Watson in that situation. Uh, I, I think Watson's a good one. I, I don't normally think about Sherlock Holmes. It's not really in my wheelhouse of things. I mean, I've seen some of the movies Sherlock or like stuff. the spoof type stuff or that a little elementary here and there, but mm-hmm. yeah, not a lot. You know, he's a, who's a better detective, him or Batman? Hmm. I think that's something that can be debated. It should it be. It should probably just be Sherlock Holmes. Cause well, Batman I sucks. think they both <laughs> have wealth. I feel like they both come from like wealthy backgrounds, so you can't say like, oh, Batman had money, so whatever. I don't know. It's something you have to. You know what's crazy? No one ever tells me that Sherlock Holmes is a superhero. That's weird, you know? <laughs> ah, that's odd, because he's a detective just like Batman. That's really all they have going on. Oh, my God. Any yes. chance I have to, to show I Batman, I try to I see that. Any chance. Like, no one even take. brought up Batman. You know, I brought up Batman because I wanted to make sure yeah, people that's what that I'm saying. are no listening one else, know that Batman's not a superhero. I was talking about superhero. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, let's talk about Sherlock Holmes. Kevin has some issues. It's okay. Apparently, he does. I, I just really have a lot of issues with Batman. Like, we have a lot of <laughs> Yeah, you do. I mean, what did Batman do to you, dude? Uh, he, someone told me that he was better than Superman when I was a child. And I said, how? I don't understand. He has well, no superpowers. I mean, and then that was the day that I realized that the hate was there. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> that was the day I found hate in my heart. Like, just so you know, Superman doesn't need you to defend him either. <laughs> just so, to give somebody, but let's get back to the show. Let's go back to it. I mean, whether or not you think about Sherlock, that's not kind of the point. Cause no, no one really thinks about too many things, but when you, when you bring up Sherlock or you bring up. Watson, you know exactly who it is, and you know what and you're he's very, done. You're very right. Very, very mm-hmm. right. Watson definitely stands out as someone that was one of the stronger sidekicks, too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he had a lot to do with Sherlock's success. Mm-hmm. And he was 
almost equal, if you will, to in terms of helping solve the cases from books and things that I have read. Right. So I think is is Watts, is Sherlock a real person? No, it's based so. off of I guess an amalgamation of people, but not necessarily a real person. No. Okay. Huh. Sherlock Holmes, man. Mm-hmm. Aaron, what you got? Any thoughts about Sherlock Holmes? Again, that's just not really my wheelhouse thing. I mean, I've watched a few of the the movies and and things of that nature, but it's he's I'm not really a huge huge fan. But you're absolutely right that I mean he is definitely a great psychic in terms of what he does for Sherlock. Right. Any thoughts on Sherlock Holmes? I like Watson. Sherlock Holmes. He's a detective, and that's honestly always been one of my childhood dream jobs is to be a detective. Ooh, um, oh, nice. But. You know, as far as Watson goes, everybody needs a good sidekick, a sidekick that can hold their own. And I feel like Watson really does do that for mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes because mm-hmm. without history and while, without those notes, you can't really go back and see what you did wrong or right to, you know. I think you're right with the, the note taking definitely puts him up a notch because mm-hmm. he's the recorder. He's the one that's telling you everything that happened and how it happened. So that's really good there. Shantae, thank you for that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Aaron, what is your criteria for this week? I went uh, sidekicks that are not in the superhero hero realm. Okay. So just as long as they weren't superhero related, because I think that could be its own category, and I could have maybe fit a couple here and there in, into this list, but I wanted to make sure that I, when I really think about sidekicks, I do think of it in kind of that superhero realm, so I just wanted to exclude them from my list this time. Okay. Yeah. So with that being the case, Aaron, what do you have at number five? So, Kevin, I think you're going to appreciate this one. Um, it It's a duo. Well, it's one of a duo. Oh, from hold on. Are we are we doing this again? Are we Timon and Pumbaa-ing this no, again? No, 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 no. Wait, stop, stop, stop. Is stop. it Timon Ke- or Pumbaa? Kevin. Trying to get Kevin. some points, Aaron. Kevin. You're trying to get points. Relax, relax. Let me finish huh. this. You're jumping all over me, man. No. <laughs> I'm docking I promise you. you. That's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I've already lost, and so it's fine. So I can do whatever I want, really. Uh, anyway, so Kevin, you will appreciate this. Shantae, I know will not. And I'm not actually sure your opinion on this, but I'm going with Seth, as in Seth from Superbad, because... Hey! Yeah, yeah you really are not trying to get any points, I see. Hey! So, you know, if you have seen the movie Superbad... Villain, have you? Have you seen Unfortunately, it? Unfortunately, yes, I have okay. seen that movie. Mariah, have you seen Superbad? I actually really appreciate the creativity and thought that went into this. Thank you. Thank I probably you. won't vote on it's, it. It's okay. <laughs> well, we, well, well, we haven't heard what Kevin's is yet, so maybe maybe you will. I don't know. Anyway. She's, Remember, she, I put Watson. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> anyway, you know, Superbad is one of my favorite movies, and, you know, every high school adolescent Needs a sidekick, you know, especially when you're on a journey to get laid. So, yeah, and I believe Seth, they're called wingmen. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Those it has its own sidekicks. That is a sidekick. Yeah. So, yes, that is so the best kind of sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think that Seth to Evan, in terms of the sidekick, just works. It's 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 the yin and the yang, and together they really help each other through a very trying time in all of our lives. Adolescence. All of our lives. Shante, so, what are your thoughts? Um, I have absolutely zero. <laughs> absolutely none. This is why she I, is I the I would villain. also yes. like you to clarify, like, what about Seth makes him such a great sidekick? What does he personally and specifically bring to the table? Well, everyone needs a best friend, and mm-hmm. that's what he does. He he is there for 
for Evan when Evan, you know, screws up or that it's vice versa. That's that's everyone needs a sidekick and that's a real life sidekick thing. I've got a best friend, that's my sidekick. I'm my best friend, I'm his sidekick. That's just how it works and I think that that's a great fantastic story that shows sidekicks for So then this what instance you kind of did to Mon and Pooh because that means that Evan could be Seth's sidekick <laughs> no, but, I ch- but, but, but he chose one. But I chose, but he chose one. one. But he chose, chose one. one this time. Don't but try I to chose one. Him, Dylan. I, you asked my opinion, so I'm giving it. If you don't want to hear it, don't ask. But for you to so just there we be go. attacking Aaron for that one. I'm just Seriously. saying it, 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 it reeks a little bit of that Timon and Pooh, but it, sure. It, it does not. I chose one this time. <laughs> yes, the problem I, with I, Timon and Pumba is he tried to pigeonhole both of them into the into category. Line, Listen, it would have been better if I would have just said, I would like to the call super it Tim- Timumba. <laughs> the character of Timumba. Okay. It would have been better if he said this time, I'm going with the super bad umbrella. All yeah. the guys are super bad. Yes. They're buddies <laughs> <laughs> to each other. The the Seth Rogen crew, if you will. Oh my god! I I think this is a good pick, man. Um, super bad is <laughs> one of the funniest movies ever made, right? Hilarious. No, you are incorrect. So, with that being the case, having Seth there to help Evan get the things done that yeah. he needs. Yeah. It's just is it's. It's a true life story of adolescence, and you need a super or you need a sidekick when you're going through that stuff. So, yeah, Mariah, what, what are your thoughts on on Evan? And you said it was creative. I said I do. I like how creative it is. It is a little bit out of the box for Aaron, um, and I'm I think not in a bad way. Out of the way, box for Aaron. I'm pretty sure I'm always outside of the box, especially <laughs> I'm, I'm when I'm trying sure to put are, Rice Krispie treats in there. I'm oh, there's just surprised. a little bit of shade, just a little. <laughs> Yeah, pretty surprised at this one. It's actually pretty good. Um, You know, and I think you're right. In adolescence, um, you do really appreciate that best friend and that relationship that is there for you. Um, So I like it. Thank you. I'm really feeling the... uh the Mariah Aaron rivalry. Like really, <laughs> it really like feels good to me that that Aaron has like one nemesis and on the Mariah. show. And it's Mariah. <laughs> no, seriously, who's one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my life. I know. And she's so so sweet. she so came nice in and guy. she needed someone to just be like, nope, no, nope, 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 no, Aaron, no. Nope. I mean, she said, "That's real creative for you." you know, like, <laughs> Man, you know. I, I would have expected that from some other people, but you know, but you're yeah. surprised. You Listen, stretched. I understand that, that I have an ego, but man, it did not need to be whacked down so hard, man. Come on, right? Jeez. I love it. I love you. Oh. I'm still going to cut you down. So. It's all good. I, I, I probably need it. So. He needs it. He needs it. Yeah. All right, so for me this week, my criteria, um, I was trying to do something maybe creative, and then I just changed it and went with something that I like, you know? Mm. Sidekicks that I like. Wow, shock. It's a, it's a, thing, it's a thing that I do sometimes, and um, I'm going to do it again. So top five sidekicks that I like. I'm going to go a little outside the box, though, for some of these. Mm. We're going to start with number five. When I was trying to think of these sidekicks, I was like, my friend Guy, what do you, what do you think? I, I have an idea. He's like, I, I have a top five sidekick for you. And I loved it a lot that I put it at number five on my list. All right. Number five, top five sidekick is the T-Mobile sidekick. I almost put that on my list. (laughs) That was on my honorable mentions. It's on my honorable mentions. I almost (laughs) added it on my list. And it would have sat at five. It would have been five. We could have had a a three-way. A three-way, hey? Like a call. T-Mobile sidekick is one of the best phones ever made. It was a phone that had a keyboard. And a touchscreen, and you hit the one corner, and the middle, the screen was in the middle, and it flipped around. Yep. And 
all of a sudden you're sending text messages. You flip it back around, you could talk on the phone. It was like a handheld, like uh, like a Game Boy type situation mm-hmm. first, and then it flips around. I didn't have T-Mobile, but I wanted a sidekick. I yeah. wanted a sidekick. They were everywhere. And other phones started to copy. Yeah, the, because the, the sidekick was yeah. like one of the most popular phones mm-hmm. in its time. Did did any of you guys have a T-Mobile sidekick? I did not have Never a sidekick, but one. I did get the razor that was like the sidekick knockoff because I Oh, was that the one that like it flipped the screen flipped and it kind of turned into a T looking thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I remember that one. The, the, yeah. the sidekick 2, it sidekick was just three. different enough. <laughs> they they were just such a cool phone mm-hmm. and it was the phone of the time mm-hmm. of like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. It it definitely is the phone you that and the brick phone are the oh, two phones yes. those two and the razor the, razor, are like the three the razor. phones of the time I did have a razor yeah. but the sidekick was the one that the kids had right yeah. that was the one that the cool you had kids so had so many movies and shows where they pull it out and flip it and, and flip it over yep <laughs> and then use it it was yeah. just so full cool. keyboard full uh-huh. access key- oh yeah absolutely <laughs> i think that was the first time that like they had phones that could do multiple things you know before you like oh i could text a little bit this phone's like you could text you could send pictures you could do all this stuff and then that's when people are like oh okay we can put a lot of new was things that was that before or after or during their transition when do you remember when the cell phones like if you hit the internet you were like oh no 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 i don't want to do that i don't want to charge my parents like and then like i, I think enough, they started you know, in text messaging was actually like an email service it was, yeah. it was, yeah. you had to do yeah, after 9 p.m yeah. when you had unlimited text mm-hmm. messages it was like the two-way. The sidekick, man. It was just such a good phone. And uh, that's why I have it at number five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. did you have a sidekick? I did. That was a cool kid. Oh, fancy. I was a cool kid. Oh, my God. Um, that was my phone that actually, like, got my thumbs into shape to learn how to text. Like, my thumbs go crazy fast. And... That was the phone. That's the one I learned on. So I actually really like those. Wasn't there like a rap song about that phone too? Uh, yeah, I, it's. I don't remember who. It, it was wasn't by. the Lunatics. It was uh, someone. Yeah, someone did have. But the, it, oh, she was one of the cool kids, man. Yeah, instantly. Cool I was not on T-Mobile. I was on what was it at the? It was called Singular. Oh yeah, Singular time. too. Singular. And we had like I had like a Sony Ericsson phone, which was kind of yeah. cool. But that was. You had a sidekick? I'm so jealous. Yeah. I'm instantly jealous right you now. Know, it was also like when phones started to come in color, too, so you could see colors yeah. on it. Like, Look, it's green. You could tell. That was like in the early 2000s. Man, that was such a cool phone. Mm-hmm. T-Mobile Sidekick. That's number five. All right. Yep. Nice, nice. All right. What do you have at number four? So at number four, I have Mushu from Mulan. Ooh. Shente probably oh, appreciates nice. that. She doesn't think Mulan gets enough rub. Um, she doesn't. I love Mushu. Um, you know, as he says in one of his lines when he's being all dramatic, like, who am I? Who am I? I am the guardian of lost souls. I am the powerful, the pleasurable, indestructible Mushu. Like, I love him. He's absolutely, like, he's so witty and he's very encouraging. He's very protective of Mulan and what she's trying to do, which is very cool. You know, she's trying to, a woman taking on this role of a man. And so he's very supportive in that. And I just, I love Mushu. I think, you know, if I could have a guardian like that, I would choose that little dragon any day. Yeah. I think he's one of the first, like, animal sidekicks that, despite the fact that they talk, 
um, other than Yagyu, but they actually like pull their weight. Like most of the times they kind of like hang around and you're just like, why are you here? But he's like, oh no, we're going to make this work. We're going to get you in this battle. We're going to get whip you into shape. So yeah, that's a solid pick. Uh, Lucia's voice by Eddie Murphy, yeah? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the live action? I have. Is he in there? In that, no, they don't have the dragon. They have her uh, totem is a, a, a phoenix, okay. and it and it just kind of flies on the screen and it flies off. And I'm, I will say they overuse it. By the end of it, I was like, if I see that fucking phoenix one more time, I will... <laughs> I will probably break my my TV. But um, so it was a shame for me that there wasn't like, I didn't expect to have a Mushu, but maybe, you know, why couldn't it be the dragon this right. time? But. So Mushu, I, I like Disney sidekicks because they're usually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And Mushu is no, ex- no exception. He's just as funny as the rest, Iago. You get Gilbert Godfrey and Iago. You get Eddie Murphy to play Mushu. You know he's getting lines. Right. Right. And you know they're going to be comedic. The fact that he's a dragon, yet he is like tiny. tiny. Hilarious. Hilarious. And I I think that's a good choice, man. I, I like Mushu a lot. And he has a little bit of fire. A little bit of fire. He, he was able to make fire. I mean, he wasn't going to go destroy cities or anything. But if you needed a, 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 a campfire lit, you, he got you. <laughs> when you needed those fireworks lit. Oh, hey, yeah. Honey, that's good enough for me. You need those wonton <laughs> lit up. You need that fireworks lit. I got you, boo. So, I mean, he, he was just, very useful. He just made you feel like even though like he was so small and, you know, just a little tiny piece, he made you feel like you were larger than life. Mm-hmm. And like you could take on anything. And so that he would did be really back Milan. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yes, he did. He had her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a sidekick would, man. He's great. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron's being my sidekick right now with that. Right there. <laughs> Good mean, job, Aaron. I'm proud of you. Listen, You're doing that's, a great that's job. That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> so Mushu at number four for Mariah. Villain, what do you have at number four? <laughs> at number four for me, um, I think I'm going to switch up my list a little bit. I have Ethel. This is Lucy's best friend from okay. I Love Lucy. Now, if we're talking about you need a best friend, you need someone to have your back and get in the hijinks with you, Ethel was there. It was Ethel and Lucy all the way. I mean, whether they were messing up a, a, a chocolate factory, trying to make wine, trying to get Lucy on stage with Desi, you know, they they had each other's back. That was her role dog. She got her into trouble. She got her out of trouble. So I think, you know, she was like the original OG homegirl. So I got Ethel at number four. So Ethel, whenever I used to watch I Love Lucy, Ethel didn't didn't really feel like she was kind of like a sidekick to me. I feel like Desi Arnaz, um, Ricky, mm-hmm. was more like Lucy's sidekick. Well, I don't feel like he was on the show enough. Like he would go, he'd be like, okay, Lucy, don't get in trouble. And then he'd go off to work. And then it was like Lucy and Ethel, like get into high stuff. Ethel, I guess you're right. And Ethel then he came Ethel at the end. Over. He was like, Lucy, Lucy, you know? So I don't know. Like, I don't She's feel like, like he pulled enough weight to be considered a sidekick. He was maybe a foil. He was maybe like her paramour or whatever, but Ethel was the sidekick. Okay. I, I can see where you're coming from there. Cause she was the one coming up there. And she's the one that's trying to tell Lucy we don't need to get into these hijinks. Mm-hmm. But the, but when she got into it, she was there backing her up too. Yeah, she was. Well, I mean, the, the the few I love Lucy scenes that obviously like really stand in your mind are like the chocolate scene, mm-hmm. and they're pulling yeah. the chocolates off the conveyor belt, and it's the two of them. 
And then when they're crushing the, the, the grapes, grapes for the with wine, their, the their veggie, thing. veggie maker, veggie might, might, whatever yeah. it is. When they're doing all that, I guess, yeah, Ethel is the one that's there, shouldn't be involved. And I wonder yet. what her conversations with Fred were. You know, when she like, she was like, I don't, listen, I don't know what happened. And Fred's like, you probably shouldn't be hanging out with her, man. Like, <laughs> like don't go up to that apartment anymore. All right, Fred, next day. Yeah. You'll see, I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> It's been like 27 years since I've seen an episode of that. Maybe some clips here and there, like the ones that you're talking about. So, but absolutely, they're they play off each other well, and you know, there you go. Why is I Love Lucy not in like syndication anymore? I believe it is in like probably some on like Nick at Night or something like that. Yeah, I'm is pretty sure. I don't think I, I don't there. Know. I don't is know there? if it's on any streaming service, but if it is, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I'll go look. I'll go do some research. Well, we have producer Chris on this case right now. All right, producer Chris, you let us know how we can get right, some. You, I love Lucy. Did you guys to watch uh, I Love Lucy? Um, I watched a few. I do know um, one thing I like about uh, Ethel was that. Like you said, you know, she always had her back when they were getting into, like, shenanigans and stuff. But the one thing that I like is she would get her into it, not let her do it alone. Mm-hmm. It's like she would get into it, too. And so it's like, oh, I'm going to put you in the heat, but I'm not going to let you get burnt by alone. Like, mm-hmm. I like that. You know, that's so. a good best friend, man. That's the same thing kind of happened with, like, Seth and Evan. I get it. It makes sense. When you have, like, a best friend out there doing what they got to do, helping out the team, they're in this together all the way. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's being my sidekick right now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just needling Shanta. Yeah, I appreciate it. Back. I didn't so much. <laughs> Aaron, who do you have at number four? I went ahead and put Mini Me on there from the uh, wonderful franchise, the Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Are you just trying not to win? Are you? <laughs> oh, do you not like Austin Powers? I, Austin Powers is fine. Oh, uh, I, I just like the you know. I mean, it's a, obviously a very over the top campy comedy but you know dr evil being this you know like super villain that he is i guess i can't i guess i suppose i shouldn't say super villain he's just you know he's just an evil doctor that's trying to take over the world but uh yeah he, you say super villain, he, but then he, he's like i want one million dollars yeah, like, yeah, uh. yeah i like you know it's just over the top but i I like that Mini Me comes in and kind of humanizes him a little bit. You know, oh, I'm gonna my actually, ca- yeah, my son <laughs> and it's clone. Yeah, his clone. I mean, it just it's fun and and looking at Vern Troyer wearing the same outfit that Mike Myers is as Doctor Evil is just it it cracks me up and and Mini Me really is there f- for Doctor Evil, you know, to help him with his bidding. Well, until the end when well, he like turns coat and goes and helps them capture him. Yes, no one's perfect, but <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so I had Mini Me hit number four. Alright. I like I liked uh, the Austin Powers movies. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're not like memorable to me. None of them like stand out heavy in my head. Okay. I mean I feel like people say the lines and be like they do the whole yeah. and like, you know, there are parts of it that people kind of pull up like get in my belly and yeah. stuff like that so i think there are things from it that people use and you know get into pop culture even if you're not gonna like watch the movie every weekend yeah i'm with you on that one it just, it just as we were talking about it right now i just realized i haven't seen it in i don't know how many years mm-hmm. and hadn't thought about it now <laughs> but when was the last time you watched i love lucy i but mean like, <laughs> but the thing about lucy i the, the thing, the only thing about Lucy is that she does have longevity on her mm-hmm. side. Because when we They're were classics. watching, when all of us were watching reruns, even the few that Mariah saw, 
It had already been off the air for 25 years, yeah. 30 that's, years. That's fair. And that's the, that's the only thing, because you're right that we're not, yeah. I'm not watching. I'm like, I, I, Lucy well, like I said, <laughs> I might have been 10 years old the last time yeah. I watched it. I, I couldn't tell you if it was funny or not. Like, I'm sure right. it was, It's it, and it seems to I, have lasted. I've and I would Lucy. probably... Within the last 10 years, at least, I've no, watched them. But I would, you're right. You're I would, right yeah. Though. You're right. Yeah. That, but and, and that was just the only difference, is that I, it already had been. I've seen I've seen Austin Powers on TBS multiple times in the last it four do, or five they years. They do. They show it all They do show it on TBS, huh? Yeah. I don't... I'm not a particular fan of Austin okay. Powers. It's okay. I'm not surprised. It's, a, it's not you. It's just. It's not, it is, it's not you. It's just your choices. It's me this time. This is once. I'm not a particular fan. I mean, okay. he's all right. He's there. He's a sidekick. Not my choice. It's okay. I want Aaron at number three that whatever Mariah says, he says, I also have that. You're not going to pick it now, Mariah? <laughs> I mean, I, I switched my list up because mine would have been too too similar to hers, this pick. But I, I bumped it up and down the list. But anyway, so I, I had to change my list a tiny bit. So I'm not I'm not playing like that. No, no. That's, Ke- that's a Kevin move. No, no. I'm, I, don't, I feel like I learned it from Aaron. But <laughs> Step in oh, the, Chris um, here on the microphone. It's funny. I wanted to say stuff with Seth, but the, um, like I think my list would have been more similar to yours, Aaron. Oh, um, yeah. With Mini Me, uh, Vern Troy was the actor. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, outside of him, like Peter Dinklage is the only other, I guess, little, little person, person actor mm-hmm. that I know. But um, I think it was cool that. What's that? Oh yeah, uh, the Willow. The dude who plays Willow, and I can't remember his real name right oh, now. Man, I uh, Warwick Davis. Yeah, Warwick Davis. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, uh, yeah. Um, as far as like sidekicks, though, it's like he he was kind of a sidekick for Austin and um, uh, yeah, Doctor, Doctor Evil. Evil. So, yeah, like both Mike Myers, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, no, I I like that pick. Yeah, as producer, you. I like that. Pick. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I would like to uh, point out Christopher is not voting, so whether he likes it or not. I, I would like I to object. point out that Mariah's got a very stern look on his on her face right now. Look at it, Chris. <laughs> How dare you support but thank Aaron, you, producer Chris? How thank dare you. Dare you support Aaron? <laughs> They'll be having words about this later. Ooh, goodness. Well, for me at number four, I picked uh, a guy. He's a dude. He's a dude. He's a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. dude. We're We're all dudes. dudes. Hey, Kel, Kel Mitchell. Okay. In all of his roles with (laughs) Keenan, whether it be on Keenan and Kel, that's that's actually a pretty good playing with with him on Good Burger. Mm -hmm. Kel, welcome to Good Burger, home home of the the Good Good Burger. Burger. May I take your order? Kel just makes me laugh all the time, and in comedy duos, the sidekick. Is definitely the funny the comedy guy. one, yeah. yeah. And the the, the main straight dude man is the, straight is, man, the yeah. is the main guy, and then the the comedy is coming from the sidekick. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you look at like Seinfeld, right? Jerry is the main guy, Kramer's the sidekick. So what you're saying is Jerry's not funny. Jerry's funny. <laughs> like like Keenan's funny, obviously. I mean, Keenan's been on I'm on SNL for like. 15, 20 years, yeah, right? Like Long time. Longevity. So he like, basically runs it now. He's like, this is my show now. <laughs> it's Lauren, then me. That's, it's called that's K&L now. <laughs> me. Lauren, me. That's the, that's the, that's the order. But uh, Kel, Kel Mitchell, it just mm-hmm. keeps you laughing. Every, whether it be him loving orange soda. Yeah, who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. Is it true? Mm-hmm. Is it true? I do, I do, I do. <laughs> when he's doing that. 
when Keenan's working at the Piggly Wiggly, or, or, or yeah, the Piggly the um, the convenience store, and then Cal comes in there and just like takes chips and leaves mm-hmm. and like chats with them. All those things that he does. I mean, the beginning of the episode, they come out with the curtain closed behind him, yeah. and Keenan says something really crazy, ridiculous, and then Cal's <laughs> like, "What? Well, what are we gonna? What are we gonna do? Are we gonna?" Keenan, oh, here it goes. And yes. they go and into that's the sh- how they start the show. That's how they go into the show. All of those things, Kel is the funny, and he brings it. He brought it every time. And mm-hmm. even when you watch Kel now, he still has a lot of that funny in there. He's not paired with Keenan anymore. Mm-hmm. But Kel still brings funny when you see him on things like deliciousness. And deliciousness. The new all that they brought back for a hot second. Yeah, and he was one of the producers on that. And then he also had a show called Game Changers on Nickelodeon. Mm. And so he's still the funny guy. Now he's a dad, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's we're we're all old now. But Kel Mitchell, man, I, I like it. It was, <laughs> I mean, those two were my first like introduction into like the sketch comedy type stuff, and they're a fantastic duo. So and, and I, yeah, it makes a lot of sense why you would have him as a great sidekick because they did play off of each other so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they pretty much took their dynamic as as like straight man and sidekick for like on all that on the good burger movies on the keenan and kel show like they basically just took them and put them in so many different things just so you could see them interacting so i like this pick as well um just because it reminds me when i was like a kid of nickelodeon yeah watching them and just their straight up comedy that they brought at like 3 30 p.m after school so i like this pick Mm -hmm. yes kel yes perfect Kel Mitchell. <laughs> wow, look, Kevin's like rubbing yes. his hands together. He's like, yes, yeah, got Mariah got on board. <laughs> <laughs> got Mariah on your side. <laughs> Mariah, who do you have at number three? So my number three is actually um, someone that maybe only Chris has ever seen. Um, he's in a movie. His name is Thomas Builds of the Fire. And he plays in a movie called Smoke Signals, which is... I've heard of that movie. Sounds yeah, familiar. it's like a Native American, you know, every Native knows it, every Native reference it. And if you know who Thomas is, he's the sidekick to Victor. And Victor is this guy who's going through some really rough things in life. And Thomas just kind of comes in with his little, you know, piggy bank and um, tries to help Victor in any way he can. And you know, everything from when they were kids and when they're teens and when they were growing up and just really there for Victor when he was, you know, going through some pretty heavy stuff. So that's my my number three, even though none of you have ever seen it except for Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, producer Chris, I'm going to pass you the microphone. Go ahead. I guess um, he's, he's the one that's famous for saying, hey, Victor. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Victor. It's like he says it a whole bunch of times during the movie. And um yeah, I just remember you t- you guys saying that to you, you and your friends saying that to yourselves, and I was just like, what the hell? Like, what is, what is this? And then when I watched the movie, I was like, oh, oh okay, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get what this joke is. So. I will say, though, the movie, if you do watch it, it is a very heavy movie. It's um, rough, yeah. No, I, I was, like, you guys, like, hyped it up, and then I watched it, and I was like, this is hard. Like, Jesus. Smoke Stills Mills is a Canadian-American independent film released in 1998. Directed by the Chris Irie. is going to help us out here. Um, it's based on a short story. This is what it means to say Phoenix, Arizona. From the book Lone Ranger and Tonto, Fist Fight in Heaven. Yes. So says the Wikipedia. Oh, won several awards and accolades. That's oh, yeah. well received. Yeah. It's a heavy story. It's, you know, Victor, he goes through like the reservation life and um, it's a little 
you know, it's like kind of like the ghetto. It's really rough. It's really, you know, hard. And you have to deal with um, parents drinking and different things. And Victor's dad actually ends up burning down um, and killing Thomas's parents. He, they burned in a fire, but the, um, his dad went and saved Thomas. And so he kind of always a little bit felt responsible for him. But, you know, uh, Victor's mom and dad get in a fight and they he ends up moving and then his dad dies and Victor is just on this quest to like go get the truck from his dad and go get his ashes and stuff and it's just like this really heavy story but it teaches you a lot of things um, about friendship and about what it really means to be there even though you know someone might not need you or want you to be there but they actually really do need you for that support like financial emotional whatever it is so i choose thomas he's he's amazing sounds like a movie i gotta put on my list I yeah know, right? it's pretty amazing i'll get my tissues and uh get ready smoke signals check it out it came out in 98 in 2018 the film was selected for preservation in the national film registry for being culturally historically and aesthetically significant so keep that in mind it's definitely something we're gonna check out we'll probably watch it as a podcast crew Thank you for that one and bringing that one to our attention, Mariah. All right. Like it. Shante, what do you have at number three? Number three for me, I also have, you know, another person who supports um, their friend and always stands by their side. I have Woodstock. Oh. Woodstock is the sidekick for Snoopy. Now, I want to make sure that we are are clear here. Snoopy himself is not a sidekick. Let's be clear. Snoopy is not Charlie Brown's sidekick. If anything, Charlie Brown is Snoopy's sidekick, but, you know, he's like tier two sidekick. His tier one, first A1 from day one is Woodstock. And so Snoopy and Woodstock, they go on these adventures. They support each other. You know, when Snoopy came home, Snoopy come home that movie he like went back to his original owner and Woodstock went with him and um, they they are always together they always support each other and I love it because you wouldn't expect a bird and a dog to be like BFFs not that they are historical rivals or anything but you just don't expect it and um, the way they support each other the way they're always there for each other you know when I see Snoopy I expect to see Woodstock so I, I have Woodstock for my number three so it's funny you mentioned that because I never, ever think of Snoopy as a sidekick oh, or no, Charlie the, Brown. Yeah. He's, he's not a sidekick. Guy. I don't even Snoopy know. Is, I mean, it should be called Snoopy, not Peanuts. But I'm whatever. not even sure when Snoopy, Snoopy's story and Charlie Brown's story interacts. Very rarely. <laughs> like I think we talked about this before where I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll read the Peanuts strip and if Charlie Brown's not in it, I'm good. But if I read too many and Snoopy's not in it, I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> we need to get this together. So, I mean... Snoopy is the main character, and, and Woodstock's his homeboy. Woodstock is a strong sidekick. He's always there, like you said. And even though he's a little tiny, he's always he's doing just as much work as Snoopy, getting mm-hmm. things done, mm-hmm. helping him make like the, the plane and whatnot and do whatever they got to mm-hmm. do. And supporting him. You know, like that Snoopy Come Home, one of my favorite Snoopy movies. Again, this is not a Charlie Brown movie. It's a Snoopy movie. Uh, you know, in that movie, he finds out that Charlie Brown wasn't his original owner and he and he realizes that he had a previous owner so he decides he needs to go find almost kind of like you know a, a person being adopted and going to find their biological mom kind of thing so 
He finds Lila. He even finds out about his actual mom. And the whole time that he's going through this, Woodstock is at his side. Mm. And so one of the big things is every time he goes places, they have these big no dogs allowed signs. And he keeps getting kicked out of things. And Woodstock's there like to shake his fist at them and like, how dare you do that to my homeboy? You know, so uh, one of my favorite Peanuts slash Snoopy movies and like the fact that Woodstock went on this long journey with him and stayed by his side the whole time. He's the pinnacle sidekick for me. Yeah, that's accurate. 100%. I don't know if I need to say any more. Like, seriously, like, you nailed it down. Woodstock is is the right-hand man to Snoop. I yeah. agree. He was actually on my honorable mentions. Yeah. There Woodstock, you go. Woodstock. Yeah. I like Woodstock, too. Mm-hmm. I, I want to point out Kevin has on a Snoopy shirt. Just want to put that out there. I want to also point out that I didn't realize I was wearing a Snoopy shirt until she was telling me right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, I, looked, I had to look down. I was like, I am. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Snoopy's dope. Because Snoopy's dope. Woodstock's dope. Mm-hmm. Good number three. Yes. Aaron, who do you have at number three? So my number three could be considered this, uh, the sidekick to actually two different people in this series. I went with Braun of Blackwater. Okay. Ah. Okay. So Braun, you know, uh, Tyrion uh, is in trouble and and is basically going to be executed unless you know a, a warrior can someone fights for him. Fight for him, and uh, and and Braun steps up and you know wins, and then. They go on some adventures together. Uh, then later on, when their ways separate, uh, Braun ends up becoming the sidekick to Jamie. Um, mm-hmm. Saves his tail a couple of times on more than one occasion. A couple but, of times, like a few times. A few times. Jamie gets the, into a lot of trouble. Yeah. The the reason I really like Braun is every time that he came on scene, I was just like, "It's Braun! Yes, oh god!" You know, I'm very excited to see him. He's a funny guy, charming guy. Um, you never knew what kind of situation he was going to get into or out of or all that stuff. So anyway, I just really appreciate, I like the fact that he was able to take his um, sidekick dumb and be able to do it in two different facets in that huge, amazing story. So I really appreciated what Braun brought to the table. I like that. He was always the one who, especially when you have Lannisters, Lannisters think they are in charge of everything, they can get away with everything. He was always the one who kind of brought them back down mm-hmm. to earth. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, for both of them, but especially for Jamie. I think Jamie's journey and his growth as a person was really, you know, kicked off by Bronn being like, who the, like, you lost your hand, now, and so now you can't fight, you need to get your ass up and, like, and, and go to work. And so... I appreciate that for him. He's the one who can cut through the BS and be like, look, this yeah. is how things oh, he, are. He tells them how it is, and, mm-hmm. and those people are not used to having people tell them exactly. how it is. So yeah. I actually really like this pick. Um, Thank you. And I think... She's surprised. So is Eric. Very much so. But um, I really like him because, you know, he's not only honest, um, but he's... I don't know. He's just so real, and he just has this personality to him yeah there's a there's a really really fun personality to him you know he's he he is a warrior and he's been around but it's also just like there's this like some charm to it and i I don't know i just really appreciate every time that braun was on the screen so yeah so braun for me was uh great from the day that he stepped on the scene when he's in the veil and Tyrion has a trial by combat it's first time i guess trial by combat first of many yeah. <laughs> yeah. So by combat and um Braun steps up and says he'll fight for him because he told him he'll pay him. And then Braun fights and he wins and he pushes the guy through the moon door. Mm-hmm. 
And from then on, Braun has is is a part of the family. Right. Part of the family, a part of Tyrion's family. And then later on when um he is promised his castle and lady and then he so he's gonna get a bigger castle and a big and a bigger lady. lady. <laughs> uh he was he's was willing to trade it all in to get that because he's always about getting the, the come up and mm-hmm. i like ron for that yeah. because he's like right said he's always honest about what he wants mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. always there and he's truthful and it doesn't change yeah, yeah. so braun i i appreciate that pick, pick. Oh, i think you. he's one of the few straightforward people he's like you got money fine you don't got money <laughs> that's a no for me yeah dog. that's a no for me <laughs> yeah. i'm here for the money like straight up yeah. <laughs> that's a great pick aaron thank you for me at number three I have a superhero sidekick. I think maybe the first one. Yeah, that we brought up here so far. And I'm going with Rob. No, I'm not going with Robin. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you guys kidding? Ah, that's like a little joke. <laughs> F Batman. <laughs> I'm going to pick Shiri. Shiri, right here. Okay. Because okay. the Black Panther, his mm-hmm. sidekick, is his little sister Shiri. Mm-hmm. She does all the tech. Just like if I were to do. James Bond, I would have Q. Q. Mm-hmm. I love her quips. Oh, really, she's so she's funny. Really good in the movie, with her she's quips. so funny. In, yeah. the, in the comic, she's also pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she's like, "Look, what are those?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, he did have his toes all the way out. Though. I was like, "Dang, really? Did we have to do a close up on the feet though?" When when so Shiri in the in the movie The Black Panther, she is the tech genius for all of Wakanda. She is basically their doctor. She is the one that makes all clean energy. She does everything with a vibranium that you didn't know vibranium could do. Vibranium, if you don't know, is a metal alloy that they use to do literally everything in all of in all of the movies. All yeah. of the Marvel stuff. If you want something super strong, you get vibranium. If you want something super thick, you get vibranium. If you want something that's super flexible, you, you get, get vibranium, vibranium somehow. Yeah. Vibranium is the thing that does it all, and Shiri has seemed to make it everything work in Wakanda off vibranium. Mm-hmm. She designs the Black Panther suits. She makes them better. She makes them cloak. She does literally everything. And by extension, she also helped Stark upgrade his Iron Man suits. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. So from you know her genius and her knowledge of vibranium she's able to kind of elevate everyone's game correct and then yeah she brings up even you know uh hulk i can't uh she brings uh bruce banner Banner. Banner. there we go yeah she improves bruce banner's like i mean all three of their like abilities combined but she's just such a brilliant brilliant mind yeah and she's like 13 yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and then on top of all that shiri is doing all this while like you said making the jokes like when they bring in I think his name was Evan Frost or something like the the they do that the CIA shot. dude yeah and she's like you're bringing another broke white boy to me <laughs> <laughs> like, come on colonizer <laughs> so many good ones so many good and, ones and it's because he had they had brought her the Winter Soldier that she had put back together and healed using vibranium to mm-hmm. to do tech stuff yeah. and then she helps heal this dude all the things that she does make Shiri fantastic and funny the whole time. Yeah. She's a comic relief and also just a genius. So mm-hmm. that's why I have Shiri number three. 
Yeah. I also like that, you know, usually when they have like the nerdy types like Q for James Bond, he stays in the lab and he makes yeah. stuff and then that's it. Sherry's like, oh no, I got, I can do stuff too. So she got out there and she actually Before she even too. got out there, she was so stoked to that, be able to drive that car yes. remotely. Yes. She was like, oh, I get to drive. I get to drive? <laughs> yes. You know, and she did a good job. And then she had her little gauntlets, her little gun gauntlets. She, out, she went out there and fight and she yeah. wasn't afraid to. That's the thing. She brings intelligence but she also has that fierceness and the ability to go kick some ass which is why i do hope that she becomes the next black panther they said they weren't the gonna change it they were gonna preserve it and but maybe still shift their focus to her yeah that would be nice that would be nice aaron what are your thoughts on sherry i've already said it man her her one-liners are some of the best in the mcu like i really every time she would come on screen something you knew something funny was going to come out of her mouth during that scene 100 and yeah. You know, she's just got this charm to her, even though it's kind of just like those quips are coming. And she's like, she's kind of putting you down. But at the same time, like. <laughs> but you enjoyed it. Like Mariah yeah. to you. Yeah, like Mariah to me. She's, she's, she's the Mariah Benson. <laughs> I like her. I like her specifically because um, she's a woman and she's intelligent. You know, usually you think of these roles and these positions they're men but i like her because like she's Q. so young and she's yeah, so like you or like stark and banner and like that part where you know in the infinity war when she's like hey why didn't you guys do it this way and they were like oh we didn't think of it and you know you know yeah. she has that i don't know she just brings I it i think she might be smarter than the two of them oh she is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i think they even had a list and they did she is smarter than them yeah they like the official yeah. Marvel list. And she's like 13. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's like 15, but still Even impressive. Still, still same impressive. Same. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I have Sherry at number three. All right. Solid pick. Mariah, who do you have at number two? At number two, I have Samwise. Okay. Samwise Gowdy. I also have Samwise at number two. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Great minds think alike. Oh, of course. Um, I like Sam. I, oh, I don't have Sam. No. You wish you had <laughs> Sam Eisen number two. I like Sam because he's, you know, he's the sidekick to Frodo. And, you know, I think a lot of the sidekicks that I've chose, they're, you know, who the, whoever they're their sidekick to, they're really helping them embark on this long, daunting journey. And Sam, for me, is just, you know... And I am your son. Like I just, I love Sam. I think he's amazing. You know, he has all the snacks. I oh yeah, that. he thinks um, of practical things. He's like, okay, how long is this gonna take? We need to wrap up this bread and take it with us. Yeah, but also like in the scene of the movie when you know he could have taken the ring and did it himself, he picked up Frodo and walked him up there like no mm-hmm. this is you you got to do this mm-hmm. i'm just here to support you like i'll be yeah. your legs if you need me to be that but i i think he really did a good yeah. job he was supportive he was encouraging he was protective he had a lot of fears that he faced for frodo mm-hmm. um you know one leaving and you know killing the orc and everything and he was just fearless in his pursuit to help frodo so mm-hmm. he was also the one who kind of saw through Gollum like uh, 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 immediately he's yeah, like look we can't really trust this dude you know he wants this ring like you can't really go by what he's saying and um i i would even argue that sam kind of did the 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 quest of the ring yeah you know Frodo, Frodo was there, but like Sam Frodo, was the one who kind of Frodo got it done. was just the carrier of the ring. Right, it's like Frodo and was the it, backpack. Yeah, and Sam and, was the and person. Sam carrying literally him. had to carry him right. on the adventure at times because the ring took, you know, Frodo like took him over so much, and and you had to have Sam to 
help him through that. I love Sam, and I have Sam at number two because I love the fact that he is ordinary. He mm-hmm. it totally is a symbol of regular people being able to do extraordinary things. He he didn't have some magical lineage. He didn't have you know all these credentials. He was just a, a man who who wanted to support his friend and knew the importance of getting things done. And I think he's a great symbol for that. Like, you know, if you need to get things done, you know, you can be a Samwise, you can get these done. You don't have to have magical powers. You don't have to be the smartest guy in the room. You don't have to be the good, most good looking or the most charismatic. You can just be the guy that gets things done. And, and that's who Sam was. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Um, so the hardest part about the Lord of the Rings movies is that they're really long mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're very tedious. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the greatest part. That they're tedious? No, that they're, they're long. long. Oh. Uh, so. I think also going back to like the Watson thing, how Watson wrote down a story, Sam wrote down that story too. So mm-hmm. again, we wouldn't know all the things that happened without Sam. But the thing with me, so Fellowship took me three tri- three tries to watch. <laughs> I fell asleep constantly, constantly watching, watching Fellowship of the Ring. I saw Two Towers twice. Once, when I snuck in the middle and didn't know what was going on, those trees walking when I got there. <laughs> um, and then the second time I watched it all the way through. The story itself is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but it's hard. It's definitely, definitely hard. And I think that kind of takes away of my enjoyment of Sam because he's not as memorable to me. The most memorable character to me is Gollum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then Saruman yeah. and yeah, then Gandalf. They're not yeah. sidekicks, you know? No, no, they're not. But like I'm saying, like Samwise, unfortunately, I think while a good pick, it just doesn't, for me, doesn't hit. I mean, it's still going to probably win the category. We yeah. have two people that have it. But for me, it's not. Gonna, it doesn't hit because like Gandalf, Legolas, um, Gimli. Gimli. All just so mid, like Gimli or Legolas. That's Gimli's sidekick to me. <laughs> no, Legolas was Aragon's sidekick. Uh, I think you Legolas could you could do was that, dude. Like, yeah, he took no, out, he, he took was out definitely the whole yeah. elephant thing. He, I mean, he was fierce and he had skills and he was great, but he was a sidekick. But in the movie, they played Gimli and Legolas off of each other like with their with their rival and clips like and frenemies and or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. when you got down to it, like when they first went to the Lord of the Ring and they still didn't, or the Fellowship of the Ring, and they still didn't know that Aragorn was like the king. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like, hey, respect, dude. This is the king. You better, you know, he was always trying yeah. to protect him and like speaking up for him. He was like his hype man. If, if he was anyone's sidekick, he was not Gimli's. He was yeah, Oh, I, I agree with you on that. It's just that with Sam, because Samwise is 100% psychic. Don't yes. get me wrong. Yes, he is. 100%. It just doesn't, and then even Pip and Mary stand out more to me than Samwise does. That's just me, though. That's I, just me. I enjoy the other parts of the story more than I enjoy Sam and Frodo, and Frodo. going on their journey because Frodo turns into a dick, and I just don't oh, really yeah. want to, like, it, for me, it's like I I kind of ignore those parts. I mean, yes, it needs to happen, but, like, the other parts of the movies right. are much more entertaining yeah. than... And Even those two, but you're you're right on all your points in terms of why he is a fantastic. Sam is loyal and everything. Yeah. Frodo, Frodo gets the credit, but Sam did the work. But yeah. it's tough though. Exactly. It's tough. It's tough for me. Well, like we're, as we're doing this, um, as we're naming the the characters, Snoopy. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Sherlock Holmes. We talked about um, Keenan. Like 
the, the, the main guy helps elevate the sidekick, mm-hmm. right? Or helps define, I would say, the sidekick. Frodo. Yeah, I, I feel like Frodo as a main <laughs> you know, person is very weak. And that's what <laughs> makes Sam stand out so much is the fact, like I said, Frodo gets the credit, but Sam got it done. And he's one of the few... You know, the other, the only other hobbit that gets invited to go to, like, the paradise elf realm, you know, once he decides that he's done living. So, I mean, because of that, that's what makes him so important as a sidekick, even though, you know, everyone knows Frodo's kind of like weak sauce. Well, the, the last thing I'm going to say about it is that Sam, Sam Wise wasn't even the first Sam I thought of. Because when you said Sam Wise, I was like, ah, oh, sidekick of John. Who? Who? John Snow. And I was like, oh, oh not that Sam. Sam not that. Samwell Tarly. No, Samwell Tarly. Yeah. Samwell Tarly. I was like, oh, Sam. You know, Killy. And then I was like, oh, no, we're not I, talking about I that Sam. Sam. We're not even talking. He's not the most famous Sam I'm thinking about. <laughs> I feel like, in, like if you're comparing this to Sam, Samwell Tarly was a liability while Samwise Gamgee was like an not asset. even. He, yeah. Him in the Citadel. I mean, he hills his and he, grayscale. He, He's not on my list. He he gosh, didn't he didn't start doing he. stuff until like what was that season six, season seven? Like it took him a while to get his shit together. But he had John's back. Yeah. I would argue that he is he, stronger than Sam. No, you are yeah, incorrect. I would, I would neither. He Samwell, had, and, he, and he got it in with Gilly. Let's go, Samwell Tarly. He um, did Sam, you see it? Samwise got Samwise had plenty of kids. <laughs> he got it in plenty. You don't need to worry about Samwise. He got his. I'm saying that yeah, Samwell, the, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Samwell didn't start being a good sidekick and supportive until towards the end of the series. Whereas Samwise, from day one, he was already like running things. He had the snacks before Frodo was even ready to go. Right? <laughs> I mean, that is the sidekick. Yeah, and Frodo uh, was like, I need to go. And Samwise was like, yeah, it. you need to go. Guess who's going with you? That'd be me, boo. We're going together. So it's the so. snacks that really did it for you, too. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, An enchanted um, does come in here and raids your she fridge. Does, every she time. always asks about craft services. I she do does. Know. She does. I'm just so. saying you need to look into the craft services make sure they're on point. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, Samwell, at the end did come through and like contributed things and he found out like the the secret of John's parentage and all that but up to that point he was a liability he was someone who kind of got in John's way and John had to be like okay let me go take care of this fool while I'm trying to do this and this and this whereas Samwise was always an asset he was always there carrying probably more weight than he should have been because Frodo was weak sauce we've already talked about this and like we've already said, if Samwise wasn't there, it wouldn't have gotten done. If Samwell wasn't there, they would have been okay. They wouldn't have been. They would have been his, fine. Him, his work with the Citadel is so important. Yeah, really? Yes. Because? What, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what do you, what yeah, do you, yeah, yeah, I'm asking. Like, he was sent there and he's a maester. What, well, he's a maester? Mm-hmm. He's a maester, Shantae. Yeah. Wow. And? Villain work. I'm just saying, like, Aaron, you, what you do say you have? It, but you don't, like, you say, like, it's something, but it's not really. Aaron, much. what do you have at number two? I went with the donkey from Shrek. Okay. <laughs> I went with donkey okay, from Shrek. Donkey. That's why you moved it, because Mushu and Donkey are the and same. They're, and they're both played by the same person. So I, I, it was at four originally, bumped it up to two just so it would have another, it's its own highlight. Um, donkey. Don- donkey. Hey, donkey. Hey, donkey. Um, in the morning, I'm making waffles. I uh, just... <laughs> 
there's just something so lighthearted about Donkey and and Eddie Murphy's portrayal of him. Uh, you know, Shrek being a an ogre from the swamp. You know, it plays it up as, as you know as that's what he is, and he's stubborn, and 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 Donkey just brings this lightheartedness and. Every, he's also an onion with layers. He is an onion with layers. And I was going to say, you know, every adventure needs a steed. And I think that, you know, I think that Shrek had a good one right there. So I went with Donkey from Shrek as a, just a fantastic sidekick. Uh, when he when he thinks he can fly for a second. And then it just, it just there's so many funny moments in that bit. You know, that's why I put him there. So, yeah. It's, it's funny that... He just does such a good job, Eddie Murphy, just really being the comedic sidekick that everyone needs. Yeah, he is that. It's perfect for it's perfect for what he is and his comedy just plays off of your straight man or whatever so well. And and Shrek and like once again, what makes a good sidekick is the main character, right? Like, we just had a whole discussion about how Frodo's weak, right? The fact that Shrek is such a funny character mm-hmm. in and of himself, yes. and then Donkey goes over the top, mm-hmm. marrying the dragon, having mm-hmm. the little donkey having dragon little donkey babies. Mm-hmm. Dragon donkeys? Dredonkeys? Dredonkeys. Dredonkeys, Doing that, and then all of the things that you get from Donkey. and It's just funny. Yes. It's just funny. And it's because Shrek is strong. Mm-hmm. That you get these things from Donkey, so and the movies themselves are are very fun and so and good. whimsical <laughs> and just they, they the elements that they bring in from yeah. fairy tale that yeah. kind I love of the bring references you, they yeah make. exactly and so they're fun movies and when it's a fun movie like that like the portrayal of the the hero and their sidekick just it it's an adventure you want to watch and and they play off each other so well. You know who owes a lot to Shrek, Cameron Diaz. No, Smash Mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I would have been forgot about Smash Mouth and All Star would have been the only hit. But then they would remake two songs and all of a sudden (laughs) Smash Mouth Smash Mouth Mouth is the headliners over Sugar Ray at a concert I went to. Mm -hmm. Right, what do you thought think about Donkey? Donkey. Donkey. I like this choice as well. This oh, look at Aaron. Wow. I'm, I'm two making in some a row. ground. I'm making yeah. some ground here. You better enjoy it. I, I'm, <laughs> trying, I'm trying to enjoy it. It's not going to last long. But, um, <laughs> like I said, I'm only trying to win one round this week. Come on now. I actually heavily considered him putting him um, at my number four position, uh, but I. I like Mushu more, but it, you know, I, I really do like and appreciate Donkey, especially because Shrek is one of those people who's like, I'm an ogre. Yes. And, <laughs> you know, he doesn't know that he needs him yeah. and doesn't realize how much he appreciates him yeah. after. And um, then when he hurts Donkey, like he, all of a sudden Shrek has these feelings like, oh, oh, oh no, whoa, what did I do? Friend. Yeah. 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 yeah so so yeah. I like this choice. Good job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Aaron, great job at number two with Donkey. Pat on the back. For number two for me, I have another animal. Um, If you had the chance to listen to our top five bears episode, I have spoken about this guy before. Is it boo-boo? It is is a uh, (laughs) boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. We're going to steal some picnic baskets. (laughs) Boo-boo is my number two sidekick. Yogi would be locked up <laughs> <laughs> and would have been, been caught 
by the ranger, the ranger. If it wasn't for my man Boo Boo. Boo Boo wears a nice little purple tie. I talked about Boo Boo extensively in the mm-hmm. Bears episode. The bow tie. Extensively because he is my guy. And he's just so cute. He's Adorable. so cute. Got the little collar. Got the little tie going on. Man. And he I, always tries to like rein Yogi in and Yogi goes, don't worry about it, Boo Boo. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, ah, Boo Boo. Hey, uh, Yogi, hey, we shouldn't be... We shouldn't be doing this because like, this is probably a bad hey, look. Boo boo, we need some picnic baskets. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry, and it's, it's all of these things are the reason why I have boo. And I feel like boo boo doesn't get enough love. I am probably the number one boo boo stand out here. I think you are as we go through this because I just think that boo boo's the respect that is owed to him is just is a, uh, immeasurable. It's just immeasurable. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. He does what he has to do. And once again, Yogi is a strong character. The ranger chasing him down, trying to trying to find him and try to stop him from stealing these picnic picnic baskets. Picnic baskets. Boo Boo comes out, does the thing, and then what Boo Boo does in Wacky Races, backing up Yogi. Oh, if, yeah. You ever seen Wacky Racers? One of Wacky my races? favorite tunes. Okay, so back in the seventies. 1970s. I would watch this on Boomerang. Yeah, me too. Hannah Barbera cartoons. Well, neither have I. Neither no, have we. Yeah, we I, were not there. We I were not I born. I know the villain's old, but she's not that old. Whoa. Okay. You know what? You well, need to so. watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you I thought you were pretty old you, too. Uh, I'm not know. that old. Thank you, Mariah. I'm pretty. I just look old. Yeah, he looks older than me. Just want to point that out to all you guys listening out there. Good thing this is an audio here. platform. Yeah. But like, how dare you? So back in the 70s, there was a show called Wacky Races. I think it's 70s or 80s. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But Wacky Races was the Hanna Barbera cartoons, yeah, characters such as Scooby Doo, such as the Flintstones, the Jetsons, mm-hmm. um, Quick Draw McGraw, uh, Yogi and Doggy Dastardly was Dick that Dastardly, yeah, yeah. yeah, Penelope Pitstop. All of these characters raced on a cartoon. Oh, Grape Ape, uh, yeah. Magilla Gorilla, Magilla Gorilla, Magilla Gorilla, Kabong. So, so these, all these different Hanna Barbera cartoon characters competed in a series called Wacky Races where they would race like a cannonball run type race mm-hmm. from one point to another. Mm-hmm. And so you would see all your favorite characters, cartoon characters, racing against each other. And interacting. And interacting with each other. And they had all their own cards that really that matched their personalities. Matched their personalities and the things that they do. And the villain was Dick Dasterly and his dog who always go <laughs> and they would always try to cheat to win and then shenanigans ensued and they never won but some of my favorite cartoons was, was watching those wacky races yeah they this was so yeah. good Life so in the funny. 70s, 1968 mm-hmm. yeah. and so this Close was enough. it would re-air it would aired on boomerang when we were kids um and had like a real big surge in the 90s so dick dastardly all the all these characters so watching them on there watching yoki and boo boo Getting these races and Yoki's a driver and Booby's like having Booby's having the uh, the strategy, if you will. Yeah, he's in the sidecar. It was it was all a lot of fun, and if you have a chance, check out Wacky Races. It's They're it's just really hilarious. a good good cartoon. Wonderful because it's like it's like characters you recognize. Yeah, like Dino Mutt as well blue the blue falcon or whatever like these all these Pink characters Panther, out there. i think was in a couple of like so it's like the ultimate crossover for like mm-hmm. cartoons back in the day when we were kids so 
check that out. But I have Yoki Bear and Boo Boo. I have Boo Boo at number two. Boo Boo. Aaron, any thoughts on Boo Boo? No, I mean you guys covered it all. I I love I love Yogi Bear and Boo Boo. Like they just the shenanigans that they would get up to, and you know, Boo Boo had to keep Yogi in check for sure. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I got. And he was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty adorable. He was. Do you have any ideas he had on Boo Boo? Curl in what the thoughts, Mariah? What are your thoughts on Boo Boo? You don't like Boo Boo? I think you I like, like Yogi. Him. I like Boo Boo because you know everybody needs that person that's going to tell him maybe you should. Double think this one. <laughs> maybe I mean I know you're gonna do it anyway, but you know maybe you should think about it a little bit. But yeah, good solid choice. All right, mm-hmm. right. What do you, who who is your number one? So my number one is Hermione Granger. Okay, and I Whoa. chose her because Strong. she is not only a sidekick to Harry Potter, she's a sidekick to Ron to that entire. School. How dare you though? I, I cannot. Like Ron was no, her never sidekick. call her a sidekick to Ron. Uh, well, Ron Weasley is her sidekick, if anything. <laughs> I kind of agree. I mean, but either way, you know, she's always the smart one. You know, she's got a spell for everything. She can get you out of trouble. Um, sometimes she's getting you into trouble, but it's never without. You know, she never knows. She never not knows what to do. Ooh. And she's so intelligent. She's always there. She's protective. She, you know. She's a woman, you know, very young girl, very smart. And, you know, the thing about her, too, is like when we were talking about Samwise is she's kind of ordinary. You know, she's like this nerdy girl. She's a muggle born and, you know, bullied. But yet she's like one of the smartest in the class and, you know, always there. And so I I choose Hermione. Let's let's be real. Those two boys would have been dead if it wasn't for Hermione. Like they never would have. Yeah, it's she's. Yeah. So this is, this is tough for me, all right, because as we've talked about sidekicks, I don't even know if Hermione counts for me as a sidekick because it should be called her Hermione Granger and, and the everything and the everything Hermione and Granger and she figured it out on her own. Hermione Granger and Harry and Ron and, were there, <laughs> but the only one that shouldn't be Hermione Granger and the. Uh, and the Goblet of Fire Street, Hermione Granger and Spew. Her, Hermione, her, <laughs> Hermione Granger and she realized it was a basilisk. Yeah. <laughs> Hermione Granger and we don't need seven books. She already figured it all out. Thank you. Thank you for coming. So that's why with me. So Mariah, you weren't here. We did a episode. Um, I don't know what number episode it was, but we, we did the Harry top five Harry Potter characters and we excluded Harry, Ron, Hermione, Albus, and Voldemort, uh, and the reason we did that was because, and we talked about it there, is that Hermione is number, number one with one. the bullet oh, for yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah. And so, I'm glad that you were able to get here, hit here, her in here at Sidekicks. Uh, it's so hard because for me, she's not she's, even a sidekick. She's, she's, the, she's main. the main. If if I were to have like, it would be like a side girl and the main. She's the main. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Like she is the boss B. But yeah, it's only because her name's not on the book. Yeah, it's just kind of like, well, so she maybe she's, I'm gonna fit her in there. You know, just if we're going by black letter <laughs> textbook. You know, it, the book does say Harry Potter. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so therefore she's a sidekick. So I'm gonna put her in there. You I love it. I love want, it. But. Yeah. Hermione is a fantastic answer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to the Harry Potter podcast, you will hear about us gush about Hermione for about mm-hmm. ten minutes when she was specifically yeah. excluded from we the had podcast. to exclude her and we were like here's why <laughs> yeah. but we need to 
play pay respect where respect yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, because Hermione is just so so good. Yeah. Great choice at number one right there. Mm-hmm. I, I think we have said a lot about Hermione over the yeah. months. Yes, yeah, and sure. we will say yeah. a and more we'll about. And we'll probably say more. <laughs> Every time she comes, I'll be like, "Well, we're a Hermione Granger fan club it. here. We're big Hermione Granger fans here at the Top Five Go Podcast. Hundred percent." So thank you for that number one. That's very strong. Very strong. Shante, villain. Who do you have at number one? Is there anyone better than Hermione? Um, probably not now. I mean, since we brought it up, but I have at my number one Ed McMahon. Oh, okay. So Ed McMahon was Johnny Carson's sidekick, and he was on. And here's Johnny, and he was. I mean, most people could probably know him from Star Search, but he was the one who kind of created the kind of like sidekick archetype for late night shows so now you have other shows and they have the sidekicks or or they'll have like someone from the band that they talk to and they're all taking that from ed mcmahon and you know he was on the johnny carson show as long as johnny carson and his voice was iconic his you know his laugh was iconic you know um and his intro was iconic and so i think when you when you think about johnny carson you also think about ed mcmahon so for my number one i have ed mcmahon so what I think about Epic Man, I think about Publishers Clearing House. That's all I, that's all <laughs> I really think, all about. I think yeah. about. I don't think about Johnny Carson. I don't think about Star Search. I think about Publishers Clearing House. Uh, well, yeah. And I want to know where's my check. No, I, seriously, I'm still <laughs> waiting. <laughs> where's our well, check? R.I.P. Ed McMahon, your check is not going to be making it, guys. Well, Ed's not he, delivering he it, but no they're still doing there, it. Is there no longer Publishers no, Clearing House? I, I, I've, I've seen the commercials. I've seen the commercials. Come I don't on. know who it is anymore because it's not Ed McMahon, but... But that's who I think That's about. who you were waiting to ring your doorbell. <laughs> like, is McMahon. it Ed McMahon? No. Well. So, jo- so he created... So he's like the before... What's his name? Andy, Andy yeah, Richter. Yeah, so now we have Andy Richter. We have... Um, the dude on the uh, on Jimmy Fallon show. Jimmy Fallon, he kind of uses like Tariq and Questlove as his person, More so than and the also other guys uh, that little guy. What's the little guy? His uh, security guard. But they're all filling the role that Ed McMahon had and created, and you know that's you know people. It, the fact that they feel that that's a role that needs to be filled is because of Ed McMahon. Okay, I like it. Ed McMahon's a good option right there. Aaron, thoughts on Ed McMahon? Same as yours, man. Publishers Clearinghouse, like, for the win. I always wanted to win that, but it just <laughs> never happened. It wasn't happened. in the cards. Yeah. It wasn't in the cards. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's that's really what I, I remember him from not being on the, the late night shows and stuff. I mean, I know he was a part of those, but I just, that's, I my mind always goes to Publishers Clearinghouse. And it's funny, when you say, here's Johnny, it makes me think of The Shining more than anything else. And <sighs> The Shining got that from no, obviously. Ed McMahon. Obviously, The obviously. fact that it's in the popular culture, you know it, even if you don't know that Ed McMahon, you know it because it was so iconic. Right. Yeah. I agree. I mean, we have that role because of him, but I don't know. I, I think, you know, now it, those are some big shoes to fill because of him. Mm-hmm. So he is very iconic. I think that's a very solid number one choice. Thank you. Aaron, who do you have at number one? So I went with Chewbacca. As oh, my I had Chewie. I had to move Chewie around. I'm so sorry, Chewie. <laughs> Listen, I felt like Chewbacca had to had to go on this list somewhere if possible. And every it, the more I, more I thought about it, the more, like, he... He's lovable without even saying a word. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, it's all done through expression and sound. And, and who wouldn't want a massive seven-foot-tall Wookiee, you bear. know, <laughs> teddy bear as their, as their best buddy. And, and while, I mean, I love those, 
I love those Star Wars movies, those those films, but like I can just imagine the adventures that those two went on and how close they were. And then when they re-brought out the the new series and just for for fan, you know, pure enjoyment when the door opens and it's Han and Chewie coming through and you're just like, oh my God. And everyone but, was like, Chewie! Yeah, no one it, said Han. It, they were like, Chewie! It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and, and Han's, Han is Han. You know, mm-hmm. you, you love him or for, for what he is or whatnot, but Chewbacca is everything to me in terms of what you would want in your sidekick. And he's got a pretty cool um, laser uh, crossbow. I mean, yeah. who, who wouldn't want one and of those? he's wonderful at like chess yeah. their their version their of chess version of a chess. very intelligent chewy animal i don't know what what his <laughs> i can't even remember his species name but like he's you know you look at him and you i think some people kind of underestimate him think uh, that he's only the muscle but he's also the brain he's very much the brain he's very intelligent and and, and very just i don't know it, it, there's just so much that that Chewie can portray with just a weird grunting sound, <laughs> you know, what? a growl, growl-ish yeah, sound. Growl. Like I can't, I'm gonna try. <laughs> something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Thank you so, for going for it. I, yeah, I went. I tried. tried. I tried. tried. That's that. That was about my I best. I also but. loved how in the Han Solo movie how they introduced Chewie mm-hmm. and it felt authentic. It felt good you know a lot of times in these prequels and stuff they they bring people in jar jar and you're just like what the hell you know why is this here but i actually liked how they kind of introduced us to chewy in that movie yeah so chewbacca number one for me i agree i think that's a solid choice as well um three in a row so i think wow (laughs) this may be your day well and she and she gave me a nice little nod for the creativity for super bad so let's not forget that she did i know you're not gonna forget i'm I'm not i i for me chewy's great um i don't have like much to say about chewy he has like a life debt to hunt yeah and so like with a life debt i don't like how much how bffs are they like he owes him. <laughs> that is a. I I feel like over the years that life date that has been paid over that's and not how over Wiki's work. again. That's not how Wiki's but work. but I'm just saying like in in practical terms it's been paid and after a while it just it surpassed any obligation and it became a true friendship. And and to be honest I don't know all of the lore and that stuff I don't know but for me all I see is it, taking out some I see from movie number one or whenever they come in just like that right and when you just that and friendship when han bond. died spoiler alert peeps you should have yeah. seen hey, it by now was when cool. han died in oh it was only like three or four years ago three or four years okay good i'm glad we agree when han died oh, like like he work. mourned him for real so it wasn't like oh good my life debt is no longer you know on the table it was like he mourned his brother mm-hmm. so i think that really you know I think they they really transcended whatever debt he felt he had toward Han. Apologies to anyone that hasn't seen Force Awakens, the villain strikes again. Um, (laughs) If you haven't seen it by now, honey, that's your fault. Let's be real here. (laughs) Now, Chewie is like, eh. Mm. Like, he's not even the best to me sidekick in the Star Wars universe. I feel like C-3PO or R2-D2. Not R2-D2. I think R two D two more than C three PO. Well, C three PO is like annoying. in all of them though. Yeah, he is. He's like in all of them. Yeah, so that's he, why he was like OG. R two D two came yeah, later, like, but Anakin like builds him. For, and but then, like, he was annoying, so R two D two. Wow, I mean, okay. he was. Okay. He is. Anyway, 
That's why for me, Chewie's good, but I just feel like eh. That's just me. That's I mean that's, 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 that's my opinion. Okay. I that's know people okay. are gonna like, you know, get on me for that one, but it is what it is. Get him. For me at number one, it was very easy. It was very simple. I wrote him down before I wrote anything else down. I wrote him down first, then I wrote down T Mobile Sidekick fifth. And I filled in the rest as I went. My number one sidekick is out of the box. It's something that people are not gonna necessarily think about. It is Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade is the number okay. one like sidekick okay. to LeBron James. At first, I thought you said Dwayne Wayne. I was like, he wasn't a sidekick, no, but Dwayne Wade. Wade. Okay. Dwayne Wade was the number one sidekick to LeBron James when he was in Miami. When he was on the Heat, the Heatles. He helped LeBron win two championships, two NBA championships. They lost to the Mavericks, and they also lost to the Spurs. So they went to four NBA finals. With Dwayne Wade, he also brought in, helped LeBron bring in the new era of superstar for uh, how basketball works now with the super teams and whatnot. He was the sidekick to LeBron's Batman, if you will, in that situation. So that's why I have Dwayne. And then before that, Dwayne Wade was a star in his own right. And then after that, he wasn't really a star, but he was able to be a key contributor on other teams along the way on his way out to becoming an analyst and he's also a married to Gabrielle Union and he's a supporter of the LGBT community uh, his daughter is LGBT uh, she's a trans um, all these good things Dwayne Wade has done uh, the only the worst thing Dwayne Wade has done recently is he robbed um, what's his face in the slam dunk contest with his score but beyond that uh, Dwayne Wade is like, like he earned a great human. Nah, nah. He got robbed. He got robbed. Oh, okay. But uh, Dwayne Wade is a fantastic human, and that's why I have him at number one on top five sidekicks because of his work with LeBron James in Miami. All right. Sweet. I mean, I don't really watch basketball. I know who LeBron and Dwayne Wade and you know people are. I just don't follow it, so I'll take your word for it. It's creative. I mean, I'm I'm not mad. Um, <laughs> you look a little mad though. Yeah, you look a little you mad. Over there. I, I don't know if I can vote for it, but I I I kind of like the I like the spin. It was it was How good. Could Kev. you not? You're you're, you're, was you're almost because I mean there's other options on the board, but you know. Dang. I would vote for this one over good. yours, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that I think she took back one of the three. You had three in a row, but I think she just took it back. Man. She, she now, now my face just looks hurt. <laughs> Mariah would vote for this over yours. I mean, that's fair. You hurt, bro? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Dwayne Wade, was, he was the star of his own, right? I mean, yeah, when, yeah, when he, he won his that's, first. That's probably the reason that I don't buy him as the sidekick. I get like the argument you made, but he was a star already. And I think of his. LeBron. But when you think about LeBron and the kind yeah. of player he is, he's a player manager. Like we've we've witnessed yeah. it ourselves when he yeah. when they came here for summer league that he's sitting there looking at and scouting at people. So. Even though Dwayne Wade is a star and you know him for his own accolades, once LeBron's on there, he is part of LeBron. You're part of the entourage. Okay. You're I part get, of his I, team. I get it, and that argument's not wrong by any stretch. I just don't. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we'll he see. He doesn't like it. He yeah. said, "I'm not mad, but he's mad about it." Right? <laughs> what do you thought? Like, Thinks about Dwayne Wade. I concur, but I think he Aaron is right. You know, he is a star on his own. Was but a Kevin star. is right. Was a star. Like yeah. when, when LeBron comes in and they have this Miami Heat, you know, Dwayne did help LeBron elevate 
that and elevate his game and essentially win those championships. And I will say, because I do not like LeBron's game, um, I think he's a bit whiny for my taste. Um, I don't think he would have that championship without Dwayne Wade. Yeah. And I I think think that also made him more attractive to try to get him to Cleveland to bring championships. And, you know, I know everyone gave LeBron the credit, but like Kevin said, Dwayne Wade kind of helped him get there. He, like, learned. Like, so one of the things that... Then he went to Cleveland. Now he's in L.A. for that reason. One of my favorite things that LeBron has ever said was that he said when he went to the Heat, it was like going to college. Because he didn't go to college. He came out of high school. Mm -hmm. And he said that there is where he learned a lot or learned a lot from Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade took a backseat role because it was like, which one's going to be the alpha dog? And Dwayne Wade is like LeBron. Like, he's younger than I am. He's stronger than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is faster than I am. And he knows And he was the number one pick the in the same draft that we were in. We were in the same. Dwayne Wade went, I think, number three mm-hmm. or number five. He went number five. Uh, he's like, we're in the same draft. Uh, this is the guy. He's yeah. the man. Yeah. And so he does that. He takes a back seat. Went number four. Well, he takes a back seat to him. And he then helps him mature and grow. And so that way he can go back to Cleveland and win a title with them. And he said, I learned from working with Dwayne. And that's Dwayne helped elevate, like we were just saying, mm-hmm. bring him to the level that he is, which is why I have Dwayne Wade as the number one sidekick. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I have a lot of respect for Dwayne Wade. He's like the modern day Scottie Pippen. Yeah, so, Scottie Pippen, another great sidekick. Yeah, Scottie. I mean, you know, without those two, they a player wouldn't be who they are, LeBron or Michael Jordan. You know, they might have mm-hmm. been, but... They had a lot of growing in mm-hmm. there. And they helped them grow yeah. and helped them get to there. Yeah. So. Scotty Pippen was another number one uh, sidekick, number mm-hmm. sidekick option. Honorable mention, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron probably wouldn't have liked that one either. But <laughs> no, I mean, I, I feel like he like might have liked that better than Dwayne, than Dwayne Wade. Wade. Yeah. <laughs> because Scotty was never a star on his own. He was always like that supporter, whereas yeah, Dwayne Wade was. Yeah, that's unfortunate and Scotty could have been right. a star for sure, but it just... He was with Jordan. But yeah, that, and so that's my only counterpoint to that is Dwayne was his own star in before it, LeBron got before there. Before LeBron. But again, like I don't think that you're wrong with your argument. It, it it does fit, and he was a great sidekick piece to LeBron. So that's all. So I have Dwayne Wade number one. Shante, can you read us our top fives, please? All right. For Mariah, at number five, we have Wilson from Castaway. Number four, we have Mushu from Milan. Number three, we have Thomas Builds the Fire from Smoke Signals. Number two, we have Samwise Gamgee from Lord of the Rings. And at number one, we have Hermione Granger from Harry Potter. For me, at number five, I have Dr. Watson from the Sherlock Holmes. I have Ethel Mertz from I Love Lucy. I have Woodstock from Snoopy. I have Samwise also uh, from Lord of the Rings, and I have Ed McMahon from the Johnny Carson Show. For Aaron, at number five, he has Seth from Superbad. Uh, for number four, he has Mini-Me from Austin Powers. Number three, he has Braun of the Blackwater of, from Game of Thrones. Number two, he has Donkey from Shrek. And at number one, he has Chewbacca from Star Wars. For Kevin, at number five, he has the T-Mobile sidekick from the T-Mobile sidekick. <laughs> number four, he has Kel Mitchell from Nickelodeon. Number three, he has Shuri from Black Panther. From number two, he has Boo Boo from Yogi the Bear. And at number one, he has Dwayne Wade from Miami Heat. LeBron, LeBron and James LeBron years. <laughs> so with that being the case at number five, right, you cannot pick Wilson, but between Dr. Watson, Seth, and the T-Mobile sidekick, what are you going to go with? I'm going to go with Dr. Watson. Dr. Watson. I, picking from here, I am going to pick Seth from Superbad. 
because Superbad's great. Shantae? I'm going to go with the T-Mobile sidekick because <laughs> I really wanted to put that on my own list. <laughs> um, I will also pick the T-Mobile sidekick just because it it was iconic. And I wanted to put it on my list, but I was like, oh, they're going to give me this side eye. Mar- so. Mariah didn't pick it because she had one and we just pined for yeah. one. That's She's why. like, I've been there, had, done that. It was okay. I had a great phone. It's all right. The rest of you kids wish you were cool like me. I had a it razor, Mariah. I like got that. a razor. <laughs> I had some cool phone at one point. You know what? One of my friends actually had the razor. She had like a purple one. I just like envied it so much. Even though I had this sidekick, I was like, can we just trade? Like, I had the gun metal one it was nice they were they were really nice Aaron would you get number four all right so either Mushu uh Ethel Mertz uh I can't vote for mini me or Kel I'm gonna go with Kel Shante this one's tough but I think I'm gonna go for Mushu Mushu put in that work so I'm gonna go Mushu Mariah I am gonna go with Ethel Ethel Mertz Mm -hmm. Ethel Mertz, putting in that good, good work. So here's the tough part, right? We can play the game. We can leave it to producer Chris and make a decision here. Mm-hmm. Give a four-way tie. But I had gone on record telling you how much I felt about Mini-Me, so mm. I cannot vote for him. <laughs> really in my heart. So I am going to pick Ethel Mertz myself because I love Lucy's iconic. Mm-hmm. Producer Chris, just out of curiosity, which if would you, have you had to break the tie, who would you have chosen? Mini me, because I want to see Aaron good. Ah, good, okay, <laughs> good, good, good. I'm glad uh, I did not do that. Uh, Mariah's giving you some evil eye now because you're you're in Aaron's corner a little bit too much. Oh, I'm glad that I did not make the tie happen now. All right, for number three, I can't pick Woodstock, but I have Thomas Built a Fire, Brown of the Blackwater, and Shuri. I have not seen Smoke Signals, even though it sounds phenomenal, and I do want to see it. Um, and I love Brown, but I got to go for my girl Shuri, so I'm going to vote for her. I am also going to go with Shuri. Shuri's fantastic. I cannot pick her. I have also not seen Thomas Built a Fire. I, like I, I think we're all going to watch Smoke Signals. We're going to just find you the should. Mm-hmm. You should. Mm-hmm. I am going to pick Brown of the Blackwater because Game of Thrones is dope. I am wearing a Snoopy shirt, um, but I like Bron a lot. Just knock it in for Shuri. She's got it. Shuri's great. She is great. All right. Number two, we have Samwise Ganji. We have Samwise Ganji. Hmm. We have Donkey. I can't pick Boo Boo. Um, I'm going to pick Donkey because Donkey's fantastic. Donkey's not going to win here. I know. Probably not. I mean, you could could see a wild card. We've seen it happen. Could be. But Donkey is great, and I respect it right there. Mariah? I'm going to pick Samwise. Oh, it's good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. It's going to be tough, but I think I'm going to pick yeah. Samwise. Shocker. <laughs> you know how this goes? Yeah. It's and all good. Uh, it looks like I'm going to get shut out this week. It's all right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Samwise. <laughs> all right. Just might as well, you know. <laughs> give that, that nail all the way yeah. in that coffin. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> good pick there. Good pick there. And at number one, we have Hermione. We have Ed McMahon, Chewbacca, Dwayne Wade. Aaron, we're going to start with you. All right. Um, oh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Hermione. Mm-hmm. Hermione. I'm also going to pick Hermione. It's a shutout. Let's be real. Go ahead. What are you going to pick just for posterity? Dwayne Wade. There we go. Oh. Dwayne Wade. That was nice of you. Man, she didn't even give you like one on that one. Like, oh, she wasn't <laughs> going to. She already said that. She already said it. <laughs> she said 
<laughs> it's all right. She's not invited back. It's all good. <laughs> I don't think it's your house. So. Yeah. Well, you can come back to the house. Yeah. Well, the Hermione. So with that, the top five is the T-Mobile Psychic at five, Ethel Merch at four. We have Shiri at three. We have Samwise Gamgee at two and Hermione Granger at one. And with that, we have a three-way tie between me, Shantae, and Mariah. All of us getting two points apiece. Great job. Gotta Great job. Aaron, Aaron, Shut I want to talk to again, you first. Man. Aaron. That's tough. Listen. <laughs> That's, what well, do you have to do to get her on your side? I, I don't know. She, <laughs> she obviously is she my nemesis. She complimented you quite a few <laughs> yeah. times I, tonight. I, listen, I'm, I'm very flattered by that. I, I, I made some oh, like nearly okay choices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you made some great strides with it. Aaron, your list was very strong today. I, I, I liked I your list, too. Uh, there was a couple was of missteps. I felt, like, I felt like Minnie Me was a misstep, but... I, I, I didn't, but that's okay. And, and that's fine. Well, that's that's okay. your list. But, like, that's... I mean, I, I thought yeah. Seth was the misstep. I love Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, no, I, I love one. Donkey. I love Bron. I did Seth purely for f- <laughs> the funny. Like, Which is I, why I gave you that point. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> I appreciate it. I yeah. think you're yeah. the only one laughing. Uh, I was. Kevin laughs at everything. Villain. No one cares. Kevin laughs at everything. Mariah. Thank you for joining us once again. Did you have a good time? I did. It was fun. It's always fun having Mariah on the show. It is. So is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Uh, for me, it is. For Shantae, do you love having Mariah here? I do love having Mariah I don't Mariah dislike here. having her here. I would just like to get on the scoreboard. Come on. <laughs> Aaron, would you? Not tonight. Before, we, before we, we close out, would you like to make a plea to Mariah? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna keep bringing my list, and hopefully she'll like it one of these times. Yeah, maybe she will. Maybe. Uh, who knows? What, what about honorable mentions? What do we have going on here for anyone's honorable mentions? I got some honorable mentions. So Hit me with them. I, I had a goose from oh, yeah. uh, from Top Gun. I had. Uh, I did have Pumbaa on there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you so know you couldn't put Pumbaa because we yeah, gave yeah, you so yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Umba. Uh, I have uh, Silent Bob from Jane Silent, Silent Bob. Bob. Um, I had Bubba from Forrest Gump. Oh, Bubba. Uh-huh. Um, and then I had uh, uh, Mike Wazowski from you know, uh, Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then uh, Rocket or a group to Rocket. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. I had um, Robin, of course, one of the I- most iconic sidekicks. No matter what Kevin says, I had Chucky from Rugrats. Oh, um, I had Scrappy Doo, even though he was kind of annoying. Um, I had uh, Barney Rubble, Willow from um, um, Vampire Slayer, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. Mm-hmm. I also had Kick Ass from the movie Kick Ass and. I was I almost put him on there just to kind of assert that he was more of the sidekick to Hit Girl than she was to him, but you know he wasn't quite good enough, so he didn't make it to my top five. Okay. I had Brew from um, The Hunger Games. Okay. Oh, yeah. I had Dobby from Harry Potter. Dory from Finding Nemo. Bumblebee. Um, I also had Lemire from Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah. That's a good one. And Zazu. From Lion King and Kronk. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good Kronk. <laughs> I had um, a character you guys probably may or may not know, Manny Santos from yes, Degrassi. From oh, Degrassi. Yeah. She is Emma Nelson, the main character. One of the main characters. The, like the main main character. It's like her parents were on the original Degrassi. Yeah. So like there's a spin off. Her the, stepdad and her mom. Archie, yeah. yeah and so like, the, the show, the Degrassi, the next generation, started off as like a spin off. Yeah. With well, Emma? 
Yeah, because um, she goes you know the, the original kids, and then it, they brought it back, and it was focusing on Emma because her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, her best friend's name is Manny Santos, Manny played Santos. by Cassie Steele. Um, when Manny's on the screen, it's electric. <laughs> Every time she gets into a lot of shenanigans with the boys, uh, Manny was adorable. Cassie's still out there doing good work on TikTok right now. She's on TikTok. She's like reviewing scenes of herself on Degrassi. Oh wow! And commenting on them now. So shouts to Cassie Steele. That was my main uh, honorable mention. Oh wow! Was Manny Santos? I did like Manny. I, I mean, I liked her more than Emma's character. Of course. Emma was like annoying. Well, Shantae, let's, as we went through, how many main characters did we like as much as the sidekick? <laughs> this that we is went true. This list? That's why they were on the list. They're like, main character, eh, but the sidekick, though. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, even even the Dwayne Wade vote. She said, LeBron, eh, but Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Wade, though. though. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah, you have anything you want to promote? Um, not at this time. It's just been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. So happy it's to have you. having you. One of our favorite guests on the show, not Aaron's, but uh, the rest of us. Yeah, the rest of us. You we know what? That's the right. listening He's audience outnumbered, you. so. It's okay. <laughs> Once I score a point on the scoreboard, she might warm up to me. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I did compliment you three I, times. Donkey was good. <laughs> Brown was good. Seth was creative. Not, not good enough for her to give it a vote. Your rationale was all right. <laughs> <laughs> You're working on improvement, man. Improvement. Listen, at least I knew what a sidekick was. It's all good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Points for that. And unlike baked goods, you knew what it was this time. <laughs> this is accurate. That's, that, that was my joke just a second ago. Come it was on, funnier no. when she said yeah, it. It was what? funnier when she, she didn't said say it. it. No, it's just because you guys like her picking on me. Come on now. We that do. too. We do. Yeah, that's the only reason it was funnier to you guys. It's we just do. so funny because you get all red. It's like embarrassing. Oh, no, that's just my natural face color. <laughs> Subtle rose glow. Shit, <laughs> hey, Aaron, I know it's, it's now a holiday break, at least for Aaron. Yeah. You guys got working on anything with that guy? Just watching right now. We'll record soon. Yeah. What did you guys watch recently? Well, I've been like scouring the Marvel movies again, just oh, going through all those, the all the people's. Yeah, yeah that makes re- sense. Re watching those. Well, you know, RIP to Tommy Lister. I've been kind of re watching Friday now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> understandable. Understandable. Uh, definitely check out the Fury Podcast Network Facebook page Instagram page YouTube page check those things out we have all the stuff up there mm-hmm. um, listen to the other shows on the on the network including the That Guy Podcast the Decom After Dark Podcast mm-hmm. number 14 in Albania yeah, you know, yeah. shout out to Albania <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and also definitely check out uh, the Oh, this, uh, the one I do with CJ, I forgot. The strife. No, we changed it. Oh, you changed it. What is it? Oh, the winner uh, takes all podcast. Winner definitely takes takes all. out the winner takes all podcast, and uh, listen to that. That's weekly. We talk about everything competition. Mm-hmm. Check all those things out. Yeah. All these things. I think that's everything. Mm-hmm. Mariah, once again, thank you so much. I'm so good to having you. I think that's everything. That's good. Bye. 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 Bye.